Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you'd hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or a bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are joined this week by two very special guests. We have the hosts of First oh Encounter Podcasts. Yeah, if you're not familiar with what that is, do you want to know what that is? It's a video game podcast where two best friends take turns introducing one another to beloved video games that shaped their childhood. Please welcome Chris and Hanny. Wow! Nailed it! Hell yeah. Hello, hello! First try. That's what it feels like, getting it on the first try. Wow. I I was really struggling on Hanny's name. We talked about it beforehand, but I told him there's a 50-50 shot. I'm still going to fuck it up, but I got it. So that's been the show. Thanks for tuning in. I was impressed by the intro. We have never pulled one of those off. So that was (laughs) quite nice. I very much enjoyed that. I think I have about 70 sound clips of Chris saying fucking shit and then just trailing (laughs) off into something else. (laughs) It's good stuff. Well, I honestly, I'm so thrilled to have you both here. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed your podcast. It came recommended from uh, one of our community members, Wolf. And, um, you know, we want to talk all about it. But Chris and Handy, welcome. We're very happy to have you here. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for having us. Oh, look, that was beautiful. You guys just you synced up. You could tell your best friends, you know, just <laughs> talking. <laughs> Known each other way too long. Way too long. I love it. Um, so before we get started, geez, there we go. I've I got the important stuff out. So before we get before we get started, um, you need to know something about Doug. He is a master of accents. Yeah, go ahead. Throw, Give me throw throw an throw accent. Yeah. Make a suggestion. Say an accent. Uh, 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 I forgot every southern, <laughs> southern accent. Southern. Now we're talking right there, my friend. Welcome to the Hillbilly Tavern. Would you like Good, a whisk? Scottish. <laughs> huh, top of the morning to you. Is that Scottish? <laughs> Pretty close, right? <laughs> Freedom. Wait, that's all uh, I German. Ah, das ist gut. Hey, du hast, du hast mich, yeah, yeah. So- Southern Bell. Southern, if well, I may. Well, I do declare, Chris, <laughs> I'm a big fan of that tapestry behind you. I feel like it is very flowery and just straight up. God bless you. You know, bless your heart for hanging that up there. You know, it's just it Pretty suits good. you. You know. Thank you so much. 
Well, that's been Doug Does Accents. Thank you for tuning in. That was our one segment for the for the show, yep. for the episode. Yeah. What more do you need? Really? After that? Exactly. Um, that's the show. Just done. I'm fascinated by accents. Not good at them. And if I do get them, I have them for a little bit and then they disappear. I was doing one the other day. I can't remember how I lost it, but it was it was terrible. I was trying to keep it going, and I'm like, ha Don't know what's happening, but it fell apart, and it, it was very frustrating. But. <laughs> Anyway, quick housekeeping, and then we'll get into the show. We'll get into the f- good stuff. Uh, don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at My Get Podcast. Uh, if you like what we do here and you want to support the podcast, here's a real quick and easy and free thing you can do. Hit like and subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash podcast. It costs you nothing, and it does everything for us. That would be great. Um, we live stream on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central for the podcast. I host a video game stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, come join us for that. If you want to be like, Doug, I've got some extra cash. Fuck inflation. I'm doing okay. Uh, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. You can subscribe there. Or if you want to check out some merch, head over to redbubble.com. Type in Mind Gap Podcast, all one word, and pick yourself up something nice. And if you join our Patreon, you can be one of the cool people. That gets your name called out, such as Tom McIntyre, Richie Armour, Zinny, Slutty Bartfest, and Almighty Crit. Thank you all for subscribing and supporting us. We appreciate you. That has been housekeeping. Now let Love us turn our folks. let us turn our attention over to Chris and Hanny. Before we get started, I would also like you to please tell everybody where they can find you, your podcast. Please give them all the details. We'll do it again later, but I want to get it right here at the top of the show. The nearest, the nearest dumpster behind your local taco, taco Bell. Wow! <laughs> this is what I like: confidence and self-respect. That's what I love Eddie, about it. We've been over this. You know, Taco Cut. Bell wouldn't have us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we are not affiliated with Taco Bell. <laughs> we wouldn't dare be affiliated with Taco Bell. Uh, you can find <laughs> us. Eh, <I> would. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at one, the number one, st encounter pod. Oh, hell yeah. Nailed it. That's the uh, you, can, shit. you can also find us at www.firstencounterpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us wherever you get podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, Good Pods, uh, any any of those wonderful, wonderful podcatchers. Uh, you can also follow my personal Twitter at Hand Encounter. Uh, I post very rarely, but uh, if more people follow me, maybe I'll post more often. Uh Chris, what's your uh, what's your your little I Twitter? I post uh, less frequently than you. Uh, oh, encounter. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, oh, YouTube Tumblr, Patreon. Yeah, all, all, specifically all Patreon. Yeah. If you're gonna pick one, pick Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see if we could get your guys' accounts to be the most followed, least active accounts on all of Twitter. That would I be dare you. I <laughs> dare you. I bet you can't do it. Don't you even try. <laughs> you heard it, Internet. You failed already. So, yeah. yeah, way to go, Internet. Way to not hold up your end of the bargain, you bastards. <laughs> so, someone just goes, you have a Tumblr? <laughs> uh it's it's a work in progress. I'm I, I need to work more on it. If someone whoever that is, if you know who we are, DM me on Discord and I will make more Tumblr content specifically for you. Because he doesn't listen to me. No. And we I, should absolutely we, have a DeviantArt page. We'll oh my god, yes. I need to post my Sonic Furry art somewhere. All right. Well, 
<laughs> I thought we talked about. I want to. I want to take fine. a moment and just, <laughs> just let's just step right into that. Sonic Free Art. Tell me more. Mm, yes. <laughs> and can please, you please, what more? Regale us with your uh, artistic vision, Hanny. Yes. <laughs> All right. Describe so it and leave nothing out. Is the dog very the bad arms, imagination? Is it supposed to be blue or flesh colored? <laughs> these see, these are the questions we have to get to the bottom of. Like, mm -hmm. is it blue or is it flesh colored? Right. I mean, that's I would the, argue that's... probably more flesh colored. You know. Uh, I would argue Make that it? his flesh is blue. Is oh, all of his flesh blue though? Blue and flesh colored. I hate that. <laughs> Sonic the, the Hedgehog. Group, right? <laughs> Hold on one second. We got to get to the bottom of this. This is how we like to start the show. Uh, does he not? I thought, so I'm not asking. No, so he, I guess he does have the flesh colored chest. But yeah, you're right. Everything else is blue. So yeah, probably. He's probably going to have Wait, a blue. His arms, his arms are blue too. I thought they were flesh colored. So did I. But based on the uh, movie poster. I think um, he evolved over the years. Yeah. Ah. yeah. I can't believe he grew up like and us. started more hair. <laughs> Oh, you're right. You're right, Hanny. Because also, I'm looking at an old one from Sega. He does have flesh-colored yep, arms as well. So interesting. <clears throat> mm. Something happened. So maybe back in the day, he shaved his arms like a swimmer. Yeah, yeah. gotta go fast. Wind resistance, right? And then he, now he, because he's a little older now, you know, his he's he's gained a little bit more muscle as an adult and uh, you know fully developed. He can let hair grow. I love it. I think yeah. it's flesh colored, but obviously blue pubes. I think that's what yeah. we're. All right. I think obviously. we can all. I think yeah. we can much all get like on board most with that. Yeah. Uh, folk. I would yeah. Say. yeah. 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 Uh, right. Most folk has blue pubes. Wolf wants to know, uh, Hanny specifically, um, what's what's his height? What's Sonic's height in dongs? We figured out using the you do oh, you yeah. the universal dong um, unit. Yeah. So while Chris was not in the Discord today, while he was working. <laughs> Uh, frequently less and less in the discord and i feel like it's your fault Hanny. it's just like justin Probably. justin's never in the discord either i'm pushing <laughs> i'm pushing chris away um <laughs> we we made a couple of new standard units because uh some of our our canadian friends and myself were having a discussion about uh what unit you use for what measurements in canada versus uh the u.s and it was, it was a good conversation then i had to hanny it and so it devolved into uh using um babies for weight like how many babies do you weigh or how many babies do you want to lose weight uh and that evolved out of talking about stone you know like the the uk or the british term for mm -hmm. like 14 pounds or whatever yeah whole 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 journey anyway uh a standard dong <laughs> is <laughs> 8.02 so inches is what we decided no, no, Chris. I'm I'm speaking, please. Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Annie uh, still has the floor. <laughs> and uh, Sonic is does. roughly, roughly about six dongs. Wait a minute. We can get to the bottom of this. Hold on. I don't do math. Give me a second. It's funny because uh, I'm specifically remembering a scene from Jarhead. Where you know Jake Gyllenhaal and he's in the sniper school and they're trying to decide how to determine length, and he's like, "How far is it from here to there?" And they're like, "This, this, this." And someone gets right. He's like, "How'd you do that?" He's like, "It's two football fields." He's like, "That's right. You got to use units of measurement." You know. He goes, "I don't want anyone of you using your dicks because you can't count that high." So let's. Uh, let's... <laughs> so when you talk about that, it made me think of that. Great story about a movie that everyone loves. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Are you, are you okay, Chris? <laughs> yeah, 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 
Uh, Sonic is three feet three inches tall. Ah, so uh, thirty six divided by eight. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask: uh, Is dong measurement uh, measurement of weight or height? But clearly, Ooh. a foolish question. Interesting. Yes. Uh, it, I don't know how to use it for weight, <laughs> but now I'm super curious how much my dong weighs. So I get to go explore that later. Pull out that uh, kitchen scale. Yep. You know, it's funny, like, because you think about think about breasts, like how much is a typical breast weigh, right? Like I was just listening to a podcast recently where uh, a comedian was like, mine are oh, more than I want. <laughs> Likewise, you know, uh, and a, a female comedian was talking about how she she weighed her breasts and they were like, uh, what was it like? three pounds which you're like is that a lot is it not i don't know i feel like it is because like yeah. if you buy a package of like chicken at the grocery store it's like a pound right that's like a lot of chicken right right yeah because i guess it's yeah. like because i'm also thinking about like dumbbells i'm like well three pound dumbbells not that heavy but if you're thinking about like eh. put on your chest you know it's like that's attached yeah. to your chest you're like, i think chicken's <laughs> a better way to do it right because yeah. it's this is, this I feel is, like dongs is really the only way to accurately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to mess around with all this other extra nonsense. <laughs> dongs are bust. Dong. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. That was, <laughs> really, hey, that was really clever. <laughs> we need to end it on that. Nymphs uh, says, thank you uh, for I tuning in. I actually know something about boob weight. Nymphs, all right. <laughs> Tell us. Give us your knowledge about boob weight. <laughs> Um, but anyway, let's talk, uh, let's talk about first encounter podcast. So you have, ah. you got, oh, you're like, oh boy. <laughs> I thought, I thought we might have me. to get, what a segue, <laughs> right? So enough about boobs. Let's talk about first encounter podcast. Um, so you, uh, are currently in your second season, correct? That is correct. Yeah. So, uh, first season, Hanny played through one of Chris's. Thank you. Every time I do it, I'm like, ding. There should be a counter. Ding. Get you look right. really proud every like, time you Just, every time you get it right. I'm remembering. <laughs> I got thank, you. Thank you, Justin. Um, oh, love it. Uh, you played through Final Fantasy VII, um, which was Who did? Uh, Hanny did. <laughs> you set me up. I didn't even know. You're like, Ali. Hiya. Um, <laughs> So, which I, I I thoroughly enjoyed because um, I grew up watching my brother play Final Fantasy VII. I never played it except for a handful of times where he's like, "Yeah, you can grind some experience for me. Go ahead, let's you can grind." <laughs> what a the, what a generous brother! Right? He's like, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, why don't you level up some of this materia for me? Oh, you want to do the chocobo breeding and chocobo racing? Go for it." I I have to say, I'm the reason why he got the Knights of the Round materia because I bred those chocobos to get the golden chocobo. So that's about the except. But had I had an entire stream. That's dedicated probably more to impressive than finishing chocobo. the game. Thank you. That's you know what? I appreciate that. So I remember sitting back and just watching it, enjoying it, but I don't, didn't really remember the story that well. I knew, like, as Hanny, as you were playing different things, I'm like, oh yeah, like, I remember that. Like, thank you, Justin. This is going to be great. Um, All the rest of the episode. Get ready. <laughs> um, when you're hitting certain beats, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember what happens next. Like, oh yeah, like I know Cloud. Uh, spoiler alert to this game that's ancient. Uh, Cloud is uh, he's not who he says he is. Uh, and you know, what? sorry, Justin. I know you were planning on playing Final Fantasy VII. You know, 
Now that Henny has finished it, <laughs> spoil it all you want. <laughs> yeah. I've got my content. Exactly. <laughs> I've got my content. But it was I, I enjoyed it because I was like, all right, I'm gonna finally really understand the story of this game by listening to your podcast. And I and I felt like I was enjoying it as, you know, as Hanny was going through it, as Chris was watching the whole time. Thank you. And uh <laughs> Slotty goes, Doug, can you draw the exact layout of the gold saucer? No, I can't. I don't remember that part of the game. Um, but I uh, I really enjoyed the concept of this, of the idea of the podcast, because um, there are so many nostalgic things that are really important to us in our childhood. And um, games, I think, is, is one of those. And what a great game to start with, too, Final Fantasy VII. But what was the genesis of of this idea between you guys. How did it come to be? And how did you end up choosing Final Fantasy VII? Uh, no, it was on the PlayStation. Get right. it? Because you said Genesis. All right, I'm done. Chris, take it away. <laughs> Save me, Chris. <laughs> Save me for myself. Um, I mean, it's, it's you know, I've, I've known Henny 20... How many years now? Uh, 20... 22, maybe? 22 23 yeah 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 and uh i played final fantasy 7 very early on it was a very informative uh video game for way too early after <laughs> playing that game uh, in <laughs> retrospect aren't most games that you fall in love with too early i would yeah. argue most movies you fall in love with also too yeah. early if you've seen goonies okay. That was a movie I grew up watching pretty frequently. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? We just had this discussion oh, last week. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just rewatched yep. that with my six-year-old daughter. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, how is this for kids? <laughs> yup. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Never was. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, it it shaped my uh, a lot of what I enjoy today, so it was uh, always my favorite game. And... Hanny, uh, unfortunately, had never played it through all those 20 years. Uh, and it was probably the only source of friction between us at any point. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, and still is somehow. Yeah, always will be. <laughs> Let's not lose that part of ourselves, Hanny. No, no. <laughs> uh, and I had moved away um, for a couple years from... Uh, Vermont, where we uh, both now live and both grew up, and we both got into podcasts around the same time. So when I came back to Vermont, um, I think both of us were very interested in uh, the medium and pursuing uh, a sort of creative outlet um, in that regard. And I had been watching a um, Let's Play on YouTube of somebody... Uh, you know, a first-time Final Fantasy VII player being introduced by somebody who loves the game. And I would download the video audio, and I would listen to it at work because, you know, I was a data entry specialist, so all I could do was listen to podcasts and... Gotta make the most of that time. Cry. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it was awesome for a little while because I could tell by the game audio and what they were saying, like, what was happening in the game. Uh, but the further they got, the harder it was to follow, and I couldn't keep track of where they were or what was happening in the game. So it was like, this this could be something if you just kind of refined it a little bit and made it specifically um, for an audio medium. And I uh, kind of brought the idea to Henny. I was like, hey, 
what if you play this game finally uh, for the world? Uh, and you were on board with the idea of a podcast. And yes. then pretty quickly you were on board with the idea of first encounter. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I guess the rest is history. That's really cool. That's kind of where, where all that came from. That's, Did I leave anything out? Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, I want to. I want to know if you left anything out. Uh, I don't. I don't know about left anything out, <laughs> but um, I think uh, everything that Chris said is is accurate. And then, like, just from my side of things, uh, like Chris mentioned, uh, I wanted to when he he moved back, I wanted to hang out with him more, and we had wanted to do something together forever. Like we've had so many like start and stops on like little projects and ideas and and things over the years. You know, everything from making a video game to making you know a board game to podcasts uh, you know video series and just like all these different ideas of just stuff that we had uh and then uh a whole bunch of stuff happened in life and podcasts were a really anchoring uh thing for me just like something to help me through some some rough times i was driving back and forth to the hospital a lot to visit my mom when she was first diagnosed with cancer um she's a lot better now um she's she's cancer free uh which is awesome but yeah it was uh, it was really stressful for uh, quite a while, and um, listening to one two particular podcasts really like got me like through that that chunk. And one of them was a similar ish idea to what uh, Chris brought first encounter to me as, and that was a a, a podcast called Potterless. Uh, it's it's no longer active, but it was a guy reading a chapter of Harry Potter at a time uh, for the first time and then commentating on the chapter uh, as a podcast uh, and like his thoughts. Wow. And he would bring in a guest uh, every episode and, you know, it started out as just his friends, random people, his girlfriend, you know, and then as the podcast grew, it became, you know, other bigger podcasters. I actually found a whole bunch of the podcasts that I love through them guesting on, on his uh, on his show, um, actually, one of them before the uh, before we started recording, uh, we were talking about Hello from the Magic Tavern. Uh, Usador was on his show, and that's how I ended up watching uh, or listening to to Hello from the Magic Tavern. But um, the the idea of like someone doing something for the first time, like Harry Potter, was a huge thing in my life. Like I loved 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 those books growing up. So what about now? Being able and, <laughs> and why not, Hanny? Why not? Well, I don't really love anything that J.K. Rowling does <laughs> at this point. See, that's a good question. Can you? Are the story is the story still good, or uh, can you separate art and artist? Something we talked about, about at nauseum on here, but I want to ask it again. I don't think anything that uh, like I don't think anything in the story has changed, um, but. It makes it it does make it feel a little less sincere to me because the story is so much about, you know, like overcoming being like, uh, you know, ostracized or or singled out or being, you know, labeled as other. And like it's that compared to to J.K. Rowling's, you know, fairly blatant transphobia is very <laughs> at odds. <laughs> the idea is there. So um, it's it, it's made the story seem a little less sincere uh, to me, honestly. <laughs> Um, but slightly before all that, <laughs> uh, while, while Potterless was still a thing, um, he's also, he spoke out at length against a lot of 
a lot of that during that. Sure. Uh, I'm sure it was way worse for him. <laughs> uh, but um, but uh, yeah, like it, it was just uh, I had loved those books so much growing up and watching or listening to someone else getting into something that I had loved and like discovering it for the first time. Like it was a glee that I didn't know, like I wanted. And then like when Chris came to me with the idea for first encounter, I was like, they're not the same, but like I, the, the feeling that it's going to elicit feels like it's going to be the same. And I like that feeling. And I'm kind of like, I want to experience more of that feeling. So, um, I wasn't sold on the format <laughs> at first. Uh, Chris is laughing there, but um, I uh, I wasn't I wasn't sold on it. But he, I came around eventually. Chris what convinced me. It, what about it? Didn't have you sold? I think it was the. I don't think this is going to work in a audio format. I didn't understand how you could play a video game over audio and then also i didn't think anyone would care <laughs> like i was like i don't know that anyone's gonna want to listen to this but you know i was wrong i guess <laughs> how gracious of you yeah. audience for everything well yeah. i think i think what's great is you tapped in i think it was i mean what a great game to start with final fantasy 7 is such a strong fandom uh, surrounding that series in general, but specifically that game stands out as a cultural milestone. Um, I know it was impactful for myself and my brother because that was the first time like we had seen graphics like that. You look at it now, you're like, it looks like shit. But at the time, How it's like, dare you? It's like whoa! <laughs> Chris and just I, disconnects. And the, and the cutscenes were unheard of at the time. I remember watching those. I remember my brother would invite friends over and he would beat the game for him just so they could see the final sequence. They had no context for anything that was going on. He's like, I'm going to show you this last battle. I'm going to fight this. And we're going to watch, like, because at the time it seemed like a movie, like this long-ass movie that happened at the end. And watching Sid say shit was always really cool. It's like, he says shit. Um, as he's trying to pull the lever at the end. And um, it was it was so profound at the time and it, it was it was very impactful i was also i grew up playing final fantasy one on the nintendo uh final fantasy two on the super nintendo and final fantasy three i say that in quotes because there's they're numbered differently in japan um but over here because we hadn't seen any of the other ones you can't be like hey we had final fantasy one now it's final fantasy four it's like wait what that that's what, what happened to the other ones um, so I'm a huge fan of Final Fantasy VI personally, and actually just bought the Pixel Remaster on Steam and have been replaying it. And I'm like, God, I fucking love this game. It's so good, such a such a good one. Yes, Justin. With, with the the game meaning so much and being so such a, a pivotal point in gaming and for a lot of people. And and Hanny, I'm assuming that you were a gamer growing up as well. Yeah. So what? How, how did you miss playing that game? Like for um, yeah, answer the question, Hanny. What a good question. <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I think I'm a bit of a contrarian, and when things get violently popular, I tend to turn against them. <laughs> and I was much more aggressive about it previously. <laughs> I'm choosing my words carefully because Chris <laughs> is just glaring at me. But no, no, it worked um, out for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> worked out for content. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got his content. Uh, yeah. So like at first it was uh, I I didn't have access to it or I didn't know what it was. Like it was for for how old uh Chris and I are. Um, it was like I don't think any of the previous games were anywhere near my periphery at like at the age I was uh, when that game came out. Um, and so didn't just like see it for a while. Then my brother had it, but he and my, my older brother is like a way bigger gamer than I am. Uh, and I get like my, like of my love of like various media from him, like anime video games, like, uh, my taste in like books and movies and stuff like that. And it's just because it's what I watched him do. when I, you know, when, when he was, when we were both growing up and, um, so I would, yeah. So like he, he would play a lot of games and I would watch him play a lot of games and some would stick with me more than others. And one that stuck with me a lot was, uh, like, uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask or, uh, like, and then I, I played that one, uh, myself because I like, I, I loved watching him play it so much. And then, uh, Chrono Cross, uh, which is my favorite game of all time, but he didn't ever like Final Fantasy seven. So Interesting. since he never played it, it wasn't around. And then when it started getting popular, I was just like, no, this is dumb. I don't want to play this thing. And then I carried that into being 28. I think is how old I was when we started. Yeah. 28, 29. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought I was going to go my whole life without playing it too. I thought I was going to win <laughs> that one, but <laughs> Somehow Chris always gets his way in the end. <laughs> yes. Well, it's interesting how we sort of like establish those, uh, I don't know if boundaries is the right word or stigma and something. We're just like, oh yeah, everyone thinks that. Like I I was, I haven't seen the movie Titanic by James Cantor because I'm like at the time. It's, all, it's you're fine. Yeah, I'm, fine. I'm sure I am. Like I have, I don't, like all the time I was like so anti because. twist at the end. Right? Um, <laughs> the space vampires come out. Um <laughs> The uh, I watched all, the shit out of that. All the all the <laughs> girls in my high school were the like, "Kraken pulled that ship down." <laughs> and Leonardo, Car- Leonardo DiCaprio goes down swinging literally at the Kraken. Just yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like all the girls in my high school were just head over heels in love with that movie. Like it, that was their Braveheart. Like they they were just. I've seen it for the third time. I was like, fuck you. That's a dumb movie. I was just so. <laughs> Jesus. I was Christ. just like, I ain't seeing that. Fuck that shit. It's so aggressive. It's a That's dumb. Your, Missouri, your Missouri's coming out, Doug. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, nah, man, I ain't seeing no lovey shit. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, hearing people be like, I've seen it three times. I'm like, that's a three hour movie. It's no different than any of the shit I'd go to see, you know, but yeah. I was just like so anti, even though I enjoy James Cameron movies, except for Avatar. And, you know, can't wait for Avatar Way of the Water, a.k.a. Waterbending, uh, comes out, you know, in later December. My daughter actually just found Avatar on Disney Plus and fired it up. And I was like, oh, I've seen it once in the theater. And I was like, you know what? A six-year-old will probably enjoy this film. So um, I went off to stream and then I came back down later and I was like, all right, did she finish it all? And my wife was like, no, there was some part about a wild animal. She got scared. I'm like, that's probably for the best because she doesn't, you know, the complexities or lack thereof of unobtainium. And, uh, you know, yeah, anyway, I digress. But um, I think it's interesting how we associate or assign those sort of uh, things to games and, and Handy, what I really enjoyed about listening to that was listening to you like have these amazing moments 
during it, we were like, oh my God, I didn't expect that to happen. Like years later, you're like, dun, 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 big reveals. Even though some of it, you know, you had, it had been spoiled because you'd seen, you know, Final Fantasy Advent Children, um, which by the way, is it a coincidence <laughs> that after I listened to your podcast, that was on sale on uh, Apple Apple Movies and I bought you're, it? You're welcome. And I rewatched it and I was like, I think I was fond of this movie. I'm like, ah, it's kind of see why this is just okay. Um, actually, I didn't. We haven't. It. We haven't watched it yet. Okay. So. I actually got <laughs> a uh, sacred content. The so. complete version, which I didn't know was the thing. It, it seemed like it was the director's cut, and there were some extra scenes in it that I was like, "Wait, what?" And a lot more violent. I shouldn't say a lot more, but there's a couple scenes where there's way more blood and gore. I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait, what? I don't remember this. What's happening here?" Um, Can't believe they murder my boy Kate stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, hey, I, kudos to you for really sticking to your guns and going with that character because that was easily the character my brother dumped quickly was that <laughs> justin if you're not familiar with kate sith uh it is a i'm sorry did you just say if i'm not familiar yeah if you're not familiar uh <laughs> with kate sith uh it is hypothetically a, yeah, pretend is, you aren't for a moment <laughs> i mean the way i i remember it is it's some sort of mechanical machine with a cat with a crown and the cat is a robot is that right guys did I, did I, I think the whole thing's a robot. The whole thing's a robot. <laughs> but it's a cat on top of like a marshmallow a teddy man. bear? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And it is, mm -hmm. it uses, uh, what's its attacks? Like with a, with like a microphone or a megaphone or some shit? Yeah, it has a megaphone and then it has like dice and slots. <laughs> so it's so a gambler. Yeah, you go up and you, you poke its belly and then like a slot machine comes out and you try to win money. And if you don't win, you lose your soul. That's kind of how it works. You lose a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you lose a lot with Kate it's Sith. It's fueled by the souls of degenerate gamblers is how I would describe <laughs> Kate Sith. Yeah. Right, I would say well, that's accurate. Yes. Fair. Yeah. Sounds like my kind of character. Right. Sounds like uh, sounds like something a lot of people, you know, <laughs> have been consumed by <laughs> in, our, in our world. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I've. I think it's great. Um, you guys are doing great stuff on your podcast. Um, I keep it up. Uh, don't stop. That's an order, you know. Uh, so <laughs> thank you so much. Um, we had a great question from uh, uh, Richie in the uh, up in the in the chat. He said he is he's recently Late started. On me, Richie. <laughs> he's recently started a game stream and would like to uh, do a series on Final Fantasy. As someone that's never played Final Fantasy but loves the concept. Where would you recommend I start? Ooh. One. Not one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, one is, uh, is has been remastered and is on Steam as well, and I'm dangerously close to getting it, but I also have kind of like just some horror flashbacks to that game and being really frustrated with the gameplay. Supposedly they fixed a lot of it, but I'm also like, I don't know. So, Well, we have a lot of... Uh, Final Fantasy fans in the uh, chat right now, it looks like, so they probably have a lot of good suggestions. But I would personally say, depending on what it is that attracts you to the series in the first place, um, 10 is a fantastic place to start. Um, it's got some of the best combat, uh, pure turn-based in this series, I think. Or the Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, if you want your pure action combat. It's uh, quite a nice way to go. I think that's we good. Will you lose anything not having played them in sequence? 
Absolutely not. They, they are direct sequels. <laughs> Only to, no, no one tell him. They're direct sequels <laughs> to each other. It's like, you know, going in and saying, ah, you know, I haven't seen any of these Marvel movies. What's this Infinity War all about? You know, I'm like, just going to hop right into the multiverse of madness. No big deal. I'm just going <laughs> to see this tonight. You know, this looks fun. That's kind of the great and That's also. Luck? Okay. It's the great and also kind of weird thing about the Final Fantasy series is that they're all just separate games. Like they don't. There's not necessarily continuation, which is kind of cool because when a new one comes out, you're like, what's this is going to be? Probably some insane story because that's usually what it is. It started out simple with there's a crystal and we have to get this crystal and save it from the bad guys. And then it turns into some wild shit later down the line where you're like, what? What are we doing? And the teddy bear steals the crystal. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. So I, I personally would recommend Final Fantasy VI. It's one of my all-time favorite games. Um, it's It's got a ton of great characters. It's actually a relatively... Sh- I always felt long to me, but it's actually a relatively short game. And it's super fun. Um, great turn-based stuff. And again, you can get the Pixel Remaster on Steam, I think, for like 15 bucks. So it's a pretty... It's the game that I've streamed a couple times. Um, I think it's a lot of fun to check out. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm very nostalgic for it. So take that with, uh, with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're That's pretty it. high up on our request list, Hanny. Uh, five and six. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I, well you know, this is going to turn to Hanny just plays a whole bunch of Final Fantasy games is what this is going to be. <laughs> uh, that's like Chris was trying to make it at first, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, the good thing about... It'll swing back to me eventually. Yeah, the good thing about five and, five and six is they're... Like, five especially is really short. Like, it's actually... I remember being younger and being like, wow, this game was long, and then playing it as I was older, I'm like, oh, shit, this game's over? Okay, well, I guess that was fast. <laughs> I appreciate game. those games uh, yeah. these days, honestly. Yeah, me too. Uh, Slotty says he would recommend to do four into eight, nine. He Not skips... Four. I'm sorry, yeah. Seven, sorry, four? No, I'm sorry. Six. Roman numerals are, are tough. Six... <laughs> seven eight he skips nine and then goes to ten so i know nine is kind of one six seven eight one skip nine go to ten there you go he says go back to one (laughs) or is he saying is that the letter i justin oh go oh that see slotty i don't know (laughs) whoever chose Mm. this font in google chat in a youtube chat Didn't consider need, Roman numerals. Eyes. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube. Nine, I know nine is kind of a, for a lot of people, it's kind of a meh game, but I know some folks actually really, really enjoy it. So, you know, it is what it is. It, in my expert opinion, uh, <laughs> as a. What would you recommend, Henny? As a very uh, staunch fan of Final Fantasy, I would recommend the best Final Fantasy game, Kingdom Hearts. Hmm. I know Which more one? about that one because Doug and I earlier <laughs> yeah. did a podcast about it. Yeah. Um, I played the first one, and then uh, years later, I watched, I think, Video Game Donkey do a breakdown of the story, and I thought it was a <laughs> joke of how he broke down the story, but it's true. It's one of the most bizarre storylines um, I've ever heard of, and I'm like... And then they're coming out with a new one. I'm like, what are we doing here, gang? It's it's the perfect mix of Disney and Final Fantasy, which is like a marriage that no one ever saw coming. And the fact that they're still doing it blows my mind. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> I have never cared about a video game less than when I saw the Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement. I was just like, that's fine. Yeah, I saw it. It was like so serious. It's like cool. this thing is invading and like Sora gets up and pulls out his keyblade and goes to fight it. I'm like, I don't. 
okay. And then you I'm see tired. Donald and Goofy. I'm too tired. I'm like, what? I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm long past that series. I, I'm really bummed because I genuinely loved, 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 loved the whimsy of the first game. I think mm-hmm. it was like, it was so much fun. And then I, I enjoyed the second one. I, I know a lot of people like it better. I got sad <laughs> a lot during it. I never finished it. But it was uh, it was it was still really good. And then I had to wait like 12 years for three and I just didn't care anymore. <laughs> it was just like, I don't I'm, I don't care anymore. And then I tried. I bought them the cloud versions or whatever they're called on the switch. Uh, the the like collection a couple weeks ago. I I didn't even make it off Destiny Island before I turned, put it down and was like, I I think I'm all set actually on that. I don't Damn. got time for these coconuts. That's what I yeah. felt like when that new Avatar trailer came out. I'm like, this movie came out in 2009? Like, right. we're getting a sequel 12 years later? Like, 13 years later? Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. Does anybody care it's, anymore? I don't, you know? It's fine. It's just, think, it's all fine. I feel like those movies uh, would be a good introduction or maybe even a replacement, dare I say, Henny, for the uh, Last Airbender. Yeah. I'm going to come to your house with my microphone cable and beat you with it. <laughs> Please. Ooh. Please. Chris has never seen Avatar The Last Airbender. I've and seen like, some of it. You've seen enough to know that one meme. <laughs> That's I, like it. I mean, what more do you need? Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop in here. Justin also hasn't seen it. As he takes a drink from his back. I, I feel like I'm not surprised at this point, though. <laughs> it doesn't. It should surprise no one. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering what you do. Like, I'm, I'm genuine. Like, what do you do? What do you what do you enjoy? Talk to me. Tell me something. <laughs> How do you this enjoy is, life? This is the only joy I get. It's this hour and a half once a week. All right. This is it. <laughs> me. And I've recommended it plenty. I've said, listen, I know it's a Nickelodeon show. It starts off very childish, you know. It's it's kind of hard to get going, but once you get going, man, it is. It's an awesome uh, show. It's so, so good. good, top tier. Yeah, it's I amazing. Have too much going on. I have to go sit in a closet for a while in a dark room and just think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have to sit yeah. on a stool in a white I, room eating crackers. <laughs> I'm not even sure this is real. This might just be. What's real anymore? Nobody knows. <laughs> um. So a lot of people saying these words, they mean nothing. You got a fucking uh, a hoja voices. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. What's okay. Chat's talking something about here. Like Wolf says, don't ignore the hojo voice request. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry if I missed, uh, if I missed this, have Justin guess hojo's personality based off their hojo voice back. Okay. All right. Oh, no. So uh, is this Hanny? I think you were doing the, who's doing the Hojo voice during the, it was Chris. Oh, that is 100%. <laughs> Hanny. Okay. Hanny do, do some lines that you can remember as Hojo. And then Justin, you're going to yes. guess Hojo's personality just based off of this voice. All right. Hanny, whenever you're ready. I forgot the voice. <laughs> I was just no, about just to say, at, at this point, your your Hanny voice is the real mask. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, uh, I'm just trying to... None of these lines are fully accurate. I can assure you of that. Um, I think Caladria said she uh, could suggest some. some you were choices. a failed experiment, weren't you? <laughs> Ooh, that was good. Is that all I get? Uh, 
Get, get grab another. Go on, channel, channel your hobo. How about how about this? Recite the Pledge of Allegiance as Hojo. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> I don't know that I can. Well, all right, now I got this. Hold on. I, <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible. With liberty and justice for all. Bravo. Bravo. That's wonderful. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. All the children cheer for you. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> put children near. <laughs> <laughs> so. all, right, all right, Justin. Guess his personality based on that voice. This is a character from Final Fantasy VII. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say a divorced airline pilot. That uh, has Shira. diabetes uh, and has a very, very uh, strong addiction uh, to alcohol. I mean, nailed it. It's never been closer. Is that accurate? <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know. Sorry. And from he's from he's from Newark. That was that, the bit we were. Not, give yourself idea. a ding, Justin. Yeah, give yourself a ding. Is that a ding? <laughs> Yay! Hell yeah. Did it. Uh Hojo is a greasy scientist who does Ah, got um, Newark. Yeah. You <laughs> that when you said Newark, it tied it all together. Hey, Newark. I was like, Fuck you. Ah, Newark. I know I know two things about Newark. The Sopranos well, the Sopranos movie, and the airport that I've been to. That's it. <laughs> Amazing. The airport that I've only gone to because I needed somewhere. I needed to sit somewhere for a while before I could go to another airport. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Those are the best airports. Be like, yeah, I was here for eight Pass hours. You want to know what I what I enjoy? It's a good airport sit. That's what I'm doing with my time. Yes, I'm not doing this. Yeah, he likes to go to the buying tickets, going through security. Yeah. You never board the plane though. I'm deeply in debt, but I enjoy my airport sits. You know, a lot of people no like to travel. Has, no McDonald's are better than airport McDonald's. It's true. They're different. It's a different type altogether. It different is. menu. Like it's it's all different. Oh no, I still get the sausage McMuffin with egg, but <laughs> it just go. tastes different. Um, and you know, just, you know, a lot of people will travel the U.S. being like, "I gotta visit every baseball stadium. I want to check out every football." Like also, Justin's like, "I gotta visit every airport. Not actually fly out of it. I just want to go hang out." You know, I just need a good airport sit. Just give me you 20, should- 25 minutes tops, and I'm out. He likes you to just drive up to Vermont and uh, and sit in our local BTV for a while. <laughs> I've been I've been to the uh, I've been to the um, the Burlington Vermont uh, regional airport. So here's the thing: have you? Justin nope. has hit all of all of the main <laughs> ones. I don't think you have. <laughs> Justin's hit all the main ones. Regional airport? I don't know if they do. It's Burlington International Airport, in fact, because oh. it has one oh. flight that goes to Canada. Oh. oh, they got the. It's a technicality. So here's the thing: yeah. Justin's hit all the international and all the main ones, but what he's doing now, he's going to the minor leagues. He's checking all yeah. the regional airports now, just yeah. to see like what, what's what's the difference. And you I know, can't Justin, wait for the season Rapp, where you- I'm, I'm dying to get down to the Gerald Ford Airport. I'm very excited to go to that one. Um, and Justin, can you tell us, like, based on your visits, like, what are the top three things you look for in a security line at the airports? In a security line? Like, yeah, like, what's the thing you were like, if, if this is a good airport, you know, what, yeah. what what are the features of a good security line? I mean, it's it has to it has to have at least three babies in the line, families with strollers, babies. 
Uh, I love it when there is only a single uh, TSA booth open. Uh, mm-hmm. If not, I feel cheated. And the third, um, you know, the longer that I have to go through the the maze of, uh, you know, the the belts, I the longer that is, it's just the more rich my soul feels. I love it, yeah. you know, because it's all about getting steps in and being healthy is what it is, you know. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Why else? I don't go to airports for anything else but, you know, health yeah. <laughs> to get the steps. <laughs> I love Wolf Balls says, uh, check out more at justinairportrankings.blogspot.com. Okay. All of the details, in, including including his favorite Sabaro and his favorite Cinnabon. You'll never guess which one won. Which city It'll won? Blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. Clickbait. I think Chris might be purchasing a domain name from the look on his face. <laughs> oh, oh, I Some love things it. are more important than the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and that's websites about podcasts. <laughs> So amazing. Uh, that's unavailable. If you <laughs> Damn, it's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> missed your window. Yeah. We almost had it. Um, so what? Justin has that one now. <laughs> what do you Remains think, a dream. What do you think is so amazing about watching someone experiencing something you love for the first time? And that can expand beyond games. It can be movies. It could be visiting something. But obviously, as it pertains, like as far as part, part of your uh, God, I said fart a couple times there. As part of your podcast, did you want me to? Thank you. Let's get it you out. Got to get the farts in. Got to get them in, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Because I, I I have a six year old daughter, and I can't wait to show her like certain movies. I just recently took her to Disney World, and I, the whole time I was just watching her experience stuff like for the first time, and I'm just like, this is awesome. I don't need to even be here other than just to watch you enjoy it. Like, what's it? What makes it so special to be like, Hanny's playing this game that I love. Chris is playing this game that I love. You know, Justin is watching, you know, Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, what is it that makes it I'm so special? I'm at the bookstore <laughs> in my favorite airport. <laughs> uh, I would this say, is... in many ways, I'm like Chris's six-year-old daughter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most ways. Just so you know, like, yeah. that's going to be a clip. I just want you to know that's, that. That's going to be a clip. Yeah, that's, that's for the best. Uh, Chris, please take it away. (laughs) Well, I was going to say this is a great question because I feel like I, I got what I wanted out of the podcast uh, because Hanny fell in love with final fantasy seven. I feel like, and I had a great time watching him. I feel like I'm driving Hanny further away from Zelda. (laughs) 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 So I can't stand Zelda anymore. (laughs) If I hear another stupid little fairy, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) please thick fairy (laughs) no um so we'll we'll circle back around to you hanny because i feel like you'll have a uh interesting answer um but i think it's uh it's just gratifying to to see someone enjoy something that uh you fell in love with yourself um it's you know it's a connection thing um and it shows that you have good taste maybe <laughs> someone likes something um, you like you yeah. know it's... i mean i i have impeccable taste i, I have think that's a clear. one one out of one track record so far with the podcast so 100 <laughs> percent flying pretty high um but yeah I, I think it's it's a connection thing and it, I, it's um also a nostalgia thing where there's so many things i wish i could experience again for the first time yeah uh, but it's impossible 
but if you see someone else enjoying it um for the first time and um having like genuine reactions um i think that kind of brings you a bit closer to it at least I, uh, would be my answer i think that's excellent answer Hanny. what about you i would say it's probably a lot of the same um as much as i get frustrated with the way chris plays zelda games um <laughs> i properly yeah uh-huh. um i uh i do have these very grat- gratifying moments with chris uh where I, I get to watch him come up to a scene or a particular like uh in the case of majora's mask uh if you're not familiar it's a very collect heavy game so you collect a lot of masks and uh a lot of those masks are very nostalgic for me because i remember you know like the feeling of getting it when i was a kid or like becoming like obsessed with certain designs and like drawing them on all my homework and stuff like that and so like you know i have certain masks in certain moments uh where i'm just kind of watching chris the entire time because i just want to see him react to it and like experience it and one was um when you get the Camaro mask and uh, you visit the Rosa sisters and dance uh, in front of them in, in uh, West clock town, that's like a, that the song that plays and that like whole sequence of events has been like jammed in my brain since I was like 10. So, or what, however old I was 12 uh, and getting to it's it's like what chris said just getting to watch someone like experience just those little moments again is just it's it's so gratifying and then i have the nostalgia aspect as well where i absolutely love when i get to sit in our studio on a sunday afternoon and there's like rain uh outside and just remind i'm instantly transported back to when i was a kid like inside on rainy days playing majora's mask and like I remember like my, my whole life, like day two has always been my favorite Majora's mask because it rains and like, it just, it's very fun to like, just have those little like bits of like, Oh man, like I remember, like, I remember like this specific time I was homesick, like playing this, like playing through that. And that was the day that, you know, I got the, uh, redacted mask because Chris hasn't come anywhere near that part yet. You know, and things like that. And, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 a lot of the same as what Chris said, and just um, then also getting to share that with others too um, is like a whole another aspect to it. So like Chris and I get to uh, jerk each other off essentially through the podcast, you know, on on our now own. for an audience. <laughs> now we get to do it while people watch us, but um, but the drink. Uh, <laughs> the drink. <right? laughs> Um, but so people can subscribe yeah. to guys on Pornhub, right? Is that how that works? <laughs> oh, uh, Chatterbait one, is one, actually. Oh, there, right, Chatterbait. My bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, join us next Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but like the uh, back back to back to the serious topic, though. Like you know, like it's very gratifying for us while we're playing it. But then you know, we get to cut it down and compact it into like a little feelings packet and ship that off to people and be like, Hey, enjoy this. I want you to have this. And people are like, thank you. I like this. And like, that feels really cool too. That's really cool. Um, I'm glad 
I'm really glad that you guys have been able to. It it sounds like you've gotten a strong reaction a lot from fans and things like that. Because a, I think you're picking games that really resonate with people, and and b, um, people are sharing in that experience. Like again, for me, the Final Fantasy thing is like I'm gonna go on this trip with Hanny because it's kind of almost like my first time again because I didn't play it. I just got to watch it. So even though I wasn't seeing your screen, I like I could picture most of it, and I was I was having a good time. Um, just you know, it's similar to you know how I mentioned like having Justin do Justin plays video games. I'm like some of these games I've played, but I don't I know the concept. I'm I'm more or less I'm kind of enjoying Justin kind of going through the difficulty of it. I think that's kind of the joy I got from it. I was like, yeah, hey. there's a lot of joy in that too. It's like, <laughs> hey, Justin, play Dead by Daylight. It's a scary game, and you don't know how to play it, so go for it. And uh, or Among Us, which actually Justin did fantastic at. Uh, shockingly, shockingly, he got. I think we played six, seven rounds, and Justin was a, was the uh, the what, the not the spy, the uh, intruder, intru- the killer. Yeah, he was the killer like eighty yeah. percent of the time. Like again, doesn't doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, he just kept getting you, you it. You can now, see it. Yeah. Granted, there was I think there was only a total of five people playing, but he kept becoming the imposter like over and over again. He's yeah. like, but he was getting the game away with didn't it. even assign it. Yeah, it's just like, he just started killing people. Yeah. Just a shit little fuck. Yeah, and it was so much fun to uh, watch Justin just sort of experience that and play the game with other people too. Because that that particular one was fun because I don't think the other players had played the game before either. So it was fun just to watch everyone sort of like root around and try to figure out what the hell's going on and this the insanity that ensued. And yeah. I had a fun time watching Justin experience that because I was. It's just fun to watch, you know, him do that sort of stuff. Justin, is there like what do you think about that? Like, what's fun about you know, experiencing that stuff. Um, <clears throat> I think, I mean, I think it's everything that, that we've touched on so far and what people have been bringing up in the chat. It's, it's nostalgia. Like you're, you're getting to share something that's so, I mean, we've talked before, you know, um, if someone disagrees with you on something like, uh, I mean, most religious or political arguments are because something that you hold so, or someone bad mouths a Marvel movie. And we're like, Oh, fuck you. You know, it's something that you hold very close to your identity. And, you know, so someone playing this, you're watching someone play a piece of, of your past and, and, you know, they're, they're getting to share in a bit of your nostalgia. And so I think that's, there's something really special about that. Even, I just think it's entertaining to watch. Like in college uh, we would sit in my, roommate uh rob would he would play uh mario 64 and i would just sit there and eat peanut butter and and uh, uh pretzels and just i'd watch him play the we'd, we'd spend a weekend and we wouldn't leave the fucking apartment and we would i would watch him beat the game and i can't tell you how many times i've seen that game all the way through i play it i still have my n64 but i had more fun watching him beat the game and it was just because i don't know there's there's some shared experience there i agree you know? Yeah, I like that. I think um, it's, I don't know, that's what's kind of fascinating about Twitch and YouTube and stuff these days is people are playing games. And I mean, initially, I know I kind of had the same thought as everyone else. It's like, wait, there's just a whole website out there where you can watch other people play games. Why would you want to do that? But then I immediately went back to like, I grew up with a brother and we had one system and there was a lot of games that weren't two player. And I would watch my brother play a lot of games and I really enjoyed it. Like, yeah, I know sometimes my mom would be like, you know, hey, let Doug play. And I'm like, no, no, seriously, I want to watch him play uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Like, I have no desire to play this game. I just want to watch him play. Same thing now. It's just it's to me. Um, 
uh, a streamer that we really like and has been on the show, uh, C2, a.k.a. Carly, she plays Apex Legends. I'll throw it on during the day while I'm working just watch her just rip people to pieces, and I will never, ever play that game. But she's so good at it. I'm like, this is actually kind of relaxing to watch me just shoot people and tear them up. I'm like, this is great. Like, I've, I want to be so good at a video game that people are like, oh, yes, your slaughter is soothing to me. It is because she makes it look so easy. She's just, you oh, know, I grabbing stuff and just popping out and doing stuff. I'm like, you're pretty good at this game, you know? And just, it's, it's ever, and not only that, it's just fun to explore and see what other games are out there. There's, there's, I think we're in such a great time. For I love a good indie game, you know the AAA sixty dollar blockbusters. I don't get those that often because I think most of them are garbage. But you know, you tell me there's a ten dollar game out there that is unique and fun. Um, I mean, I forgot when we got it. It may have been five dollars. It, it was I don't even remember the name of it. It's absolutely batshit crazy. Where you're two knights, uh, you can play on teams of two, and essentially you're trying to ride your way to a castle, it, it, but at the same time you can have guns. And uh, your horse can like sort of like do drifts like a Mario Kart and sprint. Hell yeah. <laughs> and you can get grenades. It's kind of like a battle royale, but the goal is to get both of your teams to the end to get a rose. It's a batshit game. It was made by people who are like, hey, listen, we're not going to update this regularly. We're going to make this game. We made it in two weeks and then we're done with it. All right. There you go. And they put it out there. It was so much fun. I played it with some folks on the Discord. It's bonkers. It's insane. I'm like, this is the kind of shit that I'm like, yeah. Let's play this for a couple of weeks, spend five bucks. It's worth it. It's unique. It's fun. Yeah. And uh, I love finding games like that and watching people play that. I'm like, the fact that you could just hop into Discord and be like, hey, I'm playing a game. Like, can you stream it? I'm just going to hang out in Discord while you play your game. And I'll just watch. I'll watch you play Inscription or whatever. Like, I'm like, I can watch that shit for days. That's amazing. It's so much fun. It's weird, but it's fun. Yeah. I yeah. definitely... Uh... I like the uh, the idea of just being able to share an experience with someone. Yeah, I agree. I think it's um, it's odd that video games is something, even if you're not the one playing, you can still share that experience, especially if it's a game with a story. Yes. Um, to watch that unfold and be <clears throat> engrossed in it and be like, whoa. Cause especially nowadays. Because I'll take that back. If you told me my daughter was going to pull up Balloon Fight on the Switch – uh, the old NES game and be like, dad, watch me play and be like, no, I'm not going to watch you play that. <laughs> that game sucks. It's there's no, I don't want to watch you play that, but you're booting up uh, Zelda, a link to the past. I'm like, all right, let's do this. You know, it's got a story to it. Let's, let's take a look at this or, you know, Bioshock infinite. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch you play that game. Hell yeah. Let's learn about that story. That'll be fun. That'll be real interesting. I'm Bioshock is one that I would, that I would actually, Commit if I had a console, I would commit to playing Here's because I've heard so many people. You don't need a console, heard, huh? You don't need a console. I have a Mac, Doug. <laughs> Get a PC. Say no more. Get a PC. <laughs> so I would play that game just because I've heard so many people talk so highly of that story. Like yeah. it just, it sounds really fascinating to me. That's actually a game I want to get out again. Is Bioshock Infinite? I've been meaning to do it for a while. I played that game once and it was mind blowing. And yeah. I want to go back and play it again because it was so good. Um, I have all those games. I've never really done much with them. I started Infinite, but never really got very far in it. Promise um, me you'll not, do Infinite for the podcast. I don't know if we can because I don't think Chris has played them. I don't know. Have yeah. you? I've, I've played the first one. Okay. Uh, I enjoy the aesthetic a lot more than Infinite. I, I would love to see Hanny 
play infinite and just get his reaction as he plays that game like if you've never if you don't know the story or how it ends like that would be highly entertaining to uh listen yeah to i anyway. i only know snippets i just know like the no i don't know shit actually <laughs> uh, i know that there's a i know is it elizabeth is that her name yes uh, i think so yeah, I think that's the only thing I know and mm-hmm. what she looks like. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how to like say that out loud because it's just like she's a brunette mm-hmm. haired woman and that's it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I t- I'm telling you, you put a pin in that one and you play that one. I know it's it. Whatever. Find a way. Chris, go play it and beat it and then come back and be like, Hanny. <laughs> fall in love with it. Make an emotional connection. And, and then be like, Hanny, you're going to play this. And you sit him down and you're like, here we go and play this game. I'm telling you, you're going to, you guys have already picked good games so far. That one, you'll see a boost in your numbers. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. All right. We'll see what we Chris, can do about that. Chris, right. boost me. <laughs> boost me. Boost me. Boost me, please. Please boost me. Um, yeah. I think I think the other thing about watching uh, people play games is you get to see them interact with the mechanics in the story in mm. ways that you wouldn't expect mm. to yourself, That's which is point. very cool. <laughs> what does that mean, Chris? Nothing at all. Because <laughs> I mean, as, as you know at this point, Henny, I play optimally. You're a pro gamer. <laughs> I'm a pro gamer. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, <laughs> I mean, I've, I, there's nothing. Him. There's nothing more to say about that. I'm a pro gamer. Uh, but setting that aside, um, I, I think uh, seeing people interact with uh, games is uh, very interesting. And I hadn't considered it before, but when you said it was uh, relaxing, I think you said, to watch someone who is so good at splattering people. <laughs> um, it's It comes back to watching people who are at like, the peak of something, right? Yeah. Like, you love watching, like, action stars in movies because they're just so good at what they're doing mm-hmm, and i think sure. that um applies to games pretty well i think it's a really good connection you watch yeah. someone who's just really good at their craft whether it's an athlete whether it's a you know someone who's building something or whatever you're like wow this is really cool to watch a chef you know make I food. Watch, yeah i watch car detailing videos <laughs> Yeah, I hate cars, but I would probably watch that because I'm like, I bet that's really oh, fucking it's cool. It's so relaxing. Yeah, it's so relaxing. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I'll, I'll tell you what I really enjoy watching. What relaxes me and what I connect with. Welcome to the throwdown. It's that time. We're here. Oh, it's throwdown time. Welcome. To the throwdown. If you've never been here, so this before, is not relaxing at all. This is so <laughs> relaxing. Do you feel the smooth? It was like chill hop right there, right? Calm right. down, Hanny. It's just Welcome like rain. Welcome to the throwdown. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Your ankles and get ready for a good time. Yes. Are you ready? This is how Chris and I throw down. Yeah. You ready for some fluids? Because they're spilling out here shortly. Always. One more time, Doug. Are you ready for some? Are you all ready for some fluids? And that's it. There you go. Aye, aye, Captain. There you go. Exactly. Nice, nice cut. Nice, nice pull. No one's going to hate that. Uh, so if you've never been here before, it's your first time. Throw down. We're going to put two things in a ring. Uh, we're going to we're going to kind of go through their, their pros and cons. We're going to decide which one will come out victorious. And this one is special. Normally, we have a council of elders pull this one. But I thought in, in honor of our guests and what they've accomplished so far on their podcast, I think it only made sense that this week's throwdown be 
between <laughs> Cloud Strife versus Link. I, I thought oh, you, this is where I was going. You must have meant Zelda, the titular character. <laughs> the titular character. Oh, yeah, the titular character is Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the princess. Yeah. yeah, she's hopping in there, no, too. No, no, no. The protagonist, <laughs> Zelda. Yeah, with the green the green clothes. And yeah, the yeah. green clothes. Yeah. Green clothes. He's on the, on the cover. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. So yeah. now, there is a stipulation here. Stipulation. There is, uh, Cloud does not have uh, materia, so there's no summoning there's no magic use whatsoever. Just on you, I never learned how to use the materia anyway. <laughs> What's materia? There's no summoning, you know, Knights of the Round or any of that shit. Um, so uh, it's basically martial combat, you know. I would say Link still has access to his, uh, you know, plethora of tools and oh, well, items and things of nature. What did but, you say? <laughs> uh, Cloud. Well, I guess it also depends. I'm open to arguments here as opposed to like what would be allowed, what not. But uh, I feel like considering uh, <laughs> Cloud still has limit breaks and shit like that, um, you know. That's fair. Yeah. It'd be, right. quite, it'd be quite the battle. So he's got nail bat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you. Um, tell us, because you, you're most familiar with Final Fantasy VII. What does Cloud bring to the table here that would would you think would make him um, powerful against Link? Or what's something that would give him the edge against Link? Oh, man, which, what Cloud are we talking? And what Link are we talking? That's a great question. Uh, I, I assume we're talking like, how old is Link? Like, I mean, 12. which timeline do you want to go with? I mean, you've got... Wind, uh, Wind Waker baby Link. You've got, we're going to say... We're going to say Adult Link Ocarina of Time. I think All that's right. probably the fairest matchup against uh, Cloud because I think they're the same-ish age. So, uh, I think Link's 17 and Cloud's like 21, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's like... so. Well, Cloud post Final Fantasy VII? I want to say Cloud during OG. At what point? <laughs> uh, before Disc 3. <laughs> Good place. Favorite part before Disc 3, All right. you know? All right. Um, well, I mean, I would say that Cloud, as a uh, former member of Soldier, has been yeah, there you go. Uh, properly <laughs> trained up. Uh, he knows how to use the classic Shinra tech, such as gun and grenade. <laughs> That's um, true. He's been enhanced. He's essentially a super soldier. That's true. He is. Um, is probably his, his high points. Mm -hmm. He can swing that big, big big bad sword around no problem yeah uh, he's got martial uh, prowess obviously he's yeah. watched sephiroth massacre he can things fit so much shit in his pockets right literal or otherwise i think both <laughs> this is a wash between link and cloud on this one the amount of shit that those guys mm. pack you know That's um, is mm. pretty mm. impressive um yeah, he's. I mean, the, the the backpacking skills these guys have are thoroughly just. I, I think honestly, I think that's their strongest attribute. Let's just say it. I w I would say these yeah. are two also fellows who go into store. leg day. Yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah, their arms don't show it, but they can they can haul that stuff. You know, they're good. Mm. You know, mm. <laughs> never skip arm day. Slot. <laughs> <laughs> you know the famous saying. Of course, uh, Hanny. Tell us about uh, Link right now. What what are from Ocarina so, of Time? What's what's he got going for him? 
I specifically wanted that cloud because that cloud is so emotionally damaged that the <laughs> easiest thing for Link to do would be to play the Song of Healing and just fucking ruins cloud immediately. <laughs> I would argue. <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> that cloud at that point doesn't know he's damaged. He has no need of the song. He's fine. The song's magic. It's going to touch him regardless <laughs> if he doesn't know or does know. Mm. Uh Songs aside, though, um, what Link brings to the table is skilled martial prowess, uh, Batman-like skill and tool usage, uh, and a uh, destiny that you can't really fuck with because he's the, he's the guy, you know. <laughs> like Cloud's just a guy. Link is the guy. <laughs> There's never been a more definitive argument in a throwdown ex- until today. It's you know. That's a guy. That's the guy. I mean, that's that's powerful. It's it sounds like Link also brings a childlike wonder to life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Important. It's a whimsy. Yeah, you need yeah. that in a death battle for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, whimsy there. I would counter that, Hanny. Though I don't feel like uh, Link's been properly trained. I think he went from child to adult just through virtue of falling asleep, not living it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Valid. He's, he's essentially still a child I've mentally always and emotionally. Wondered, I've always wondered why his like muscles weren't atrophied after seven years in the coma. Like you can't Potentially just stand up and like <laughs> it's just adrenaline driving him through the last chunk of Ocarina of Time. That's the only thing. That <sighs> Spoilers for Ocarina of Time. The game came out in '99. Calm down. And Link collapses. <laughs> Never. Uh, um. So I'm finding it really hard to struggle, <laughs> or I'm finding it a struggle to come up with positives for, for Link. Oh, really? Zelda. Well, I mean, because he's got a in shield. In my head, I'm like, well, like he has he has all these items and all this stuff that he brings, right? He bring he does bring skill, he does bring tools, he brings you know, he brings magic, can do attitude, a can do attitude, but also Cloud, I think, is probably a better fighter. <laughs> like just in my head, I'm just probably like i don't know why i think that but i mean link's link's a problem solver though you know because a lot of the enemies that link fights he's got to figure out that weakness you know they're mostly blocks that you have to move around and that's he smashes pots like nobody's business i mean i've seen link take down kirby pikachu Mm. bowser so is cloud though He's in there now. That's true. He's in that game too. Yeah. <laughs> That's Not true. the N64 version. Which he, that is unlocking. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I would say though that Cloud is he is not a puzzle solver. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's many no. things, and a puzzle solver is not one of them. Yeah, no. he's very straightforward. He's he's smash in you know in that sort of situation. So I think Link is more adaptable because mm. he's fighting. Now I would say that he's scrappy. He's scrapped because a he's fighting a variety of monsters. So is so is Cloud. He's fighting whatever Final Fantasy VII throws at him. Um, but Link definitely it has to be creative, has to solve puzzles, has to figure out the weaknesses of his enemies, and he has to use all the tools at his disposal to be effective. Whereas Cloud's like, I got this big ass fucking sword, and you're gonna feel it. And hopefully by the time I'm done swinging it, you're gonna be dead. Now I will say his limit breaks are devastating, um, absolutely devastating. Um, so I think, I don't know. It's, 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 I think with Link's tools at his disposal, right? 
Um, he's got magical bracelets, you know, that he can use to be stronger. He's got a shield that protects him from things. He's got like grappling hooks, boomerangs. Um, you know, he's got a whole bunch of stuff that I think, I don't know, this is tough. Because if I think if it's just straight armed combat, I think I give it to Cloud, right? Because Cloud, I, I think, also is more want ferocious. that fight. Like, I want to just watch that for a while because right? that would be a really, that's like that. Like, I'm sure someone's done it before, like animated it before mm-hmm. or, you know, like played it out in, in Brawl or something. Right. But yeah. or whichever one Cloud came in and uh, but um, I could see that being like when you sit down and watch a really good fight scene in like an anime or a movie or a TV show and you're like, wow, that was a really like like the choreography was nice or, you know, like that, 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 like I felt the, the, the hits in that one or something like that. Like that's a, a really cool feeling. Like if mm-hmm. you, if you like that, that kind of stuff and, and I do. Um, so like, I would just want to sit down and watch that fight for <laughs> just the sake of a good fight. <laughs> I think it would be, I think it would be interesting. Um, Slotty in the chat says, uh, link max is out at 999 rupees. His wallet game mm. is weak as fuck. So, I mean, you know, uh oh mm, fuck there's so many things i can't say because chris hasn't gotten far enough and never mind it's fine <laughs> and wolf does point out too that you know does link carry orthopedic underwear in his pockets i think not that was definitely something that yeah. you know cloud does just do we know for a fact for that, that he doesn't though just because we know for a fact that cloud does doesn't link, mean link barely has pockets how does he carry all of his shit then in a backpack? What do you like to know? Well, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Link's secret. I, I guess it, what it would come down to is can Link finish the job? That's a good. That's a good question. Because like, Cloud is a cold-blooded killer. He is. He is a murderer. He's got that he killer will, instinct. He will take that nail bat straight. Do to we ever it. have? I feel like we don't have problems with link killing either but he doesn't really i've only killed people. monsters yeah yeah well cloud splatters so many shinner grunts i was gonna say is a monster so many <laughs> across those walls yeah. whoever's on cleanup crew has uh quite a bit of work cut out for them in that building sorry right, jared in the chat uh came in with a justin comment why are we talking about the princess from zelda and a cloud god damn it jared oh yeah hmm. The hard-hitting oh, questions. I respect that, Jared. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Jared. Um, I'll say this. I think I think it's it's obviously a tough battle between these two. I think the onus you know is on Link to find a creative way to dispose of Cloud. Because I think Cloud's brute force and prowess will overpower Link. Chris says no. No, here, here's the thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cloud levels up, much like a Saiyan. He gets stronger after every fight. <laughs> show mm. me show me Link's levels. Chris, Link is your favorite JRPG star who levels also, up. Also, <laughs> we've seen how much Cloud takes to the face. He, there's, there's been a comet that has been summoned onto his head, and he gets up and dusts himself off. Whereas Link, as far as I know, he can't even take a moon. So, moons are bigger than comets. What Stop. A yeah, so I don't know. Uh, uh, Link is contingent on what he has at his disposal. If he doesn't have rings or bracelets, he's <clears> less <throat> powerful. So, say those were to break or whatever, he'd be screwed. Uh, whereas I think 
Cloud lives on pure talent and pure uh, strength. Like what he has is his natural self, whereas Link, while I think does have martial prowess, relies on his equipment. And so if that How equipment... Did- cloud get good at fighting because he's bad at fighting then he falls asleep is in a tank for a whole bunch of time then wakes up and thinks he's someone else and suddenly he's good at fighting he's got didn't he get those memories of like zach putting his head or something like that i mean we didn't see him be bad at fighting uh, I saw we just him know, vomit a lot. Listen, I I get motion sickness too. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's very common. I get I get nervous. I get the 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 tumble rumblies before you know big events. I mean, it can you happen get, to anybody. You give mm. cloud dramamine. He's unstoppable. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think uh, I think I, I'm going to lean cloud on this one. I think if you were to run a simulation, it would definitely it would probably be interesting between the two. But I think cloud will win more often. I think that's going to be my vote. I think Cloud could get cocky and throw it away. It's true. It's a good point. As well. It's true. Whereas uh, Link would not take his eye off the ball unless he's controlled directly I agree by with that. me. God damn it. In which case, he will not put his eye on the ball. <laughs> he will, he, he will, will run away from the ball screaming. He will be he will be two temples into a game and still not understand how to target the ball. <laughs> Don't need it. <laughs> Don't need that ball. Just when I thought I had a decision, now I'm back to the center again where I'm like, God damn it. Does so what what wins? Brute strength or are clever, you know, being clever and and um tactically aware. Uh what's the arena? That's a great question. Well, space. 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 Oh, fuck. The final <laughs> frontier? <laughs> you know it. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, uh, Cloud. Space uh, Zelda, no. What's that? It's a Space Zelda, no. Space Zelda, right. He's, uh, you know, they, they both, uh, they, they have both entered a town from the opposite sides of town. And uh, they come upon uh, the town's been ravaged and they're looking for supplies. Uh, Link goes in uh, to the, uh, the, the the general store in the center of town. Link goes in uh, the front door and Cloud uh, makes his way through the back door. And Always they, does. Always may, does. they meet uh, and they reach for the last can of SpaghettiOs with meatballs. And <laughs> that's that's it. And so they need their it's, supplies. It's, it's do or die. It's time. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. Their pockets are full. Well, they need to more thing vegetarian. Uh, I was going to say, I've seen how Link chows down on those fairies. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not going to let that meat go. Wow. Thick fairy. I'm coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, there's so much in a, in a general store that you can use as leverage. Like the, the hook shot's going to be great in there. Yeah. You can bounce arrows off of the corner mirrors to make sure you're not stealing the, mm. the nudie mags and the bags. Nice. Uh, you can use the nudie mags as weapon, catch the corner of one of those in your eye sharp. It's no good. No, Me I think time. I like slotty. Sorry. I'm going to amend the arena here. So it's, <laughs> it's an Aldi parking lot. Link is coming out of the Outback Steakhouse next door to the Aldi and cloud, not paying attention to where he's going, bumps into link, knocking his leftover blue and onion to the ground. Oh, question. That. Yes. Well, two questions. One, Chris's cat is removing his tapestry. (laughs) (laughs) And two, what is an Aldi? Oh, it's a very uh, inexpensive grocery store. (laughs) Inexpensive grocery store? Yeah. With names of things that you have never heard. Yeah. It's the kind of place where it's like you bring your own basket, like, you know, to, to 
like unless when you're they done, charge you fifty cents. Yeah, you ch- it, they charge you fifty cents to use a cart. And, so maybe who was coming? Who was coming out of which? Uh, Link is coming out of Outback Steakhouse, and uh, Cloud is coming out of Aldi. That sounds yeah, right because yeah. Cloud. Link always has money, and Cloud robs a child of her uh, college fund. Uh, excuse me, I, I, I fucking rob blind plenty of newlywed, newlyweds. I, I, it's I get, one newlywed. You just rob her on a out of context. Yeah, yeah. This is hilarious to listen to. Like, just, I, I think at that point, um, hi, Squatchy. That cat is like, I'm gonna fuck up this chair. Yeah, Squashy is pissed at that tapestry. <laughs> I think um, Link is probably full at that point. He's going to fight worse. <laughs> Damn it. He's not going to be quick. It's, he's yeah, he's rolling, <laughs> rolling out of the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> no, no, he got his order to go. He's got the Blooming Onion. and it, He got yeah, a single got, Blooming got, Onion? Crap. That's it. That's Have madness. you ever? You don't. No, 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 no. Snap. Do you know how big a fucking Blooming Onion is, dude? You yeah. do not eat. You do not eat a full blooming onion. What, do you, you don't think he, he burns enough carbs? I've seen I mean, eat. that's true. Come on. Yeah. He could do it. If anyone could do it. Uh, well, Link has the rage of losing his blooming onion. So Link's going to win because he's going to just, he's going to hookshot the nearest Volkswagen and he's just going to flip it down on the cloud. I fucking love just it. Just crush his little head. He doesn't, he doesn't got those muscles. Oh, he's got those muscles. His hands were full. Cloud is uh, ready. <laughs> Incorrect. Cloud knocked his blooming onions to, out of his hand. Yeah, which means and, his and hand when Link was... looks down in distraction and in regret. How dare you? Link is with samurai prowess, just pulls his sword out and resheathes it, and Cloud just falls in half. There's no way. <laughs> well, I'll say this much. I'm going to amend my previous statement. I'm going to say that I think I'm going to give it to Link because of what he has at his disposal, and I think now that you brought it up, Chris, I think because he has... I think he has multiple ways to win, whereas I think Cloud just has one, which is brute strength. So I'm going to go with Link. I go with Link purely to upset Chris. I think I would lean Cloud, but I could really see it going both ways. I was like, please don't bring me back to center again, Chris. Well, to put an end to this, I'm going to go Link. So we're saying Link for the win! Yeah! Season two, best season! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking nonsense. This is awesome. This, this is, is awesome. hot bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is hot bullshit. Wish we had that for an audio clip. So this is the part of uh, the show where we do recommendations to our listeners. So if you've got something that you've been watching, reading, listening to, anything um, that you think, folks, hey, you're missing out. If you don't check this out, um, by all means, uh, Chris, we're going to start with you. If you've got something to recommend to everyone listening what uh what do you got uh i got do you want an anime a game or a i was gonna give you a choice of of three recommendations all right let's do an anime i could really use a good anime recommendation doro hidoro doro hidoro or is it doro hidora it's one of the two doro hidoro yeah okay it's about a uh lizard who goes around munching on people he sticks their head in his mouth and bites down on them and inside his mouth, the people he's munching on, they see another person in there. And he spits it out and he says, what did the man say to you? It's a mystery. It's a mystery anime. It's got really good action. It's a Netflix exclusive. Uh, there's a lot going on. It's bonkers off the wall. Um, I don't want to say anything, but I would. that's what I would recommend. 
Wow. When very, Grits, very Grits says it's so good. Uh, I tell you, asking for a synopsis of an anime never ceases to amaze me. No. Because no. as you did, I, I just typed it in and I pulled up and you literally, as you're describing it, it's about a lizard who sticks people in his mouth and there's a screenshot of him having his mouth around someone and their face is bloody. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's there. I mean, what more would you look for, really? It gets your it gets your attention. That's for sure. So, mm. all right. I will I will give that a shot and I'll get back to you and Hell we'll yeah. have to check that out. I like that. Uh, Hanny, what do you got? Uh, do you want a a a music or a TV show? That's Justin, you choose music or TV show. TV show. Uh, I am rewatching Lost. God, which is music, music. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Lost. I've just been hearing about it for the past like four weeks. <laughs> Everything against Lost. Give me a music one. <laughs> I have one like, season left, Chris. You're almost done. What do you? I what I, I, I enjoy what do you Lost. Like about it in, on, on the rewatch. Sell me on Lost again. Uh, well, I don't know what you like aside from. Sitting in rooms <laughs> and closets. Airports. <laughs> airports. I and airport. airports. Have you not oh, been paying any uh, attention Lost, to any? Like, like, like a good probably 25% of Lost takes place in airports. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's entirely about a plane. Speaking my language. Oh, I hate <laughs> planes. I hate planes. Love airports. Forget the plane. Forget the plane. <laughs> planes. Airport. Airport. Overrated. Lots of airports. Slow. Not, I mean, um, depending on where you're going in, in season one alone, you probably get like 10 straight episodes that include shots of airports, particularly people sitting, standing or ordering food in airports, occasionally making phone calls. (laughs) If you're feeling a little frisky, (laughs) if you use your imagination, I'm in an airport. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Phone calls are basically podcasts. Yeah. Pre-production. <laughs> what? Prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, Lost is a phenomenal show if you like uh, mysteries, uh, anything supernatural, or um, drama. Um, I think it has some really good acting. I think it tells a really solid, interesting story. Uh, I think that it uses really great imagery. Um, and I understand that some people don't like a lot of the uh, interpretations of how it ended, but I really enjoy how it ended. Uh, I think it has one of my, f- probably my, one of my favorite uh, series endings of all time. Uh, I find the characters to be equal parts relatable and frustrating, which makes them more rela- relatable because I'm like, why are you doing that? You fucking idiot. And then I'm like, Oh wait, that's exactly what I would do in that situation. That's why they're doing it. They're very well written and normal. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, Two of the characters are going to be in the Avatar: The Last Airbender live-action series on, uh, on Netflix whenever that comes out. Which characters? Or which actors? Uh, Jin, uh, Daniel Day Kim, mm. and um, oh, I can't remember his name, but he plays Miles uh, later on. Oh, um, cool. Uh, he's going to be Daniel Day Kim is going to be um, Fire Lord Ozai. Uh, nice. Yeah, and. Um, the guy who plays Miles is going to be um, uh, Zhao, uh, cool. Commander Zhao. Yeah, nice, very cool. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Um, yeah, some very good relationships, very good, uh, very good actors, uh, very good scenes. 
not not everything's a winner, but uh, yeah. I, I I enjoy the series uh, quite a lot. Yeah, uh, interesting interesting thing about Lost whole show could have been resolved if people just talked to each other and told each other what they were thinking. That is very true. <laughs> I know people, most people say that's most stories, but I'm like, no, it seems like it's really people just would have been like, hey, this is going on. People would be like, oh, well, cool. I guess we're good then, you know? Yeah. You know, because the others, why are they stealing people? You know, if they just would have said, hey, what's up? We're, we're already on this island. I suppose just nabbing people in the middle of the night probably wouldn't have any conflict there. But, you know, every time. Anyway. Uh, every time you're in an airport every time justin what do you got to recommend this week uh i just started watching uh ozark i'm late to the game on that but uh very very much if you if you yourself are late to the game on ozark start watching it um i'm just finished episode five of season one and uh yeah i'm into it it's it's pretty good here it's a great show i'm digging it um not patrick bateman um Jason Bateman, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a uh, delight. As an actor. Yeah. Uh, that's um the is he a meth dealer or like mover? He like or drug mover of some he's sort. He's a money launderer. So he money launderer. Yeah. money. Yeah. But so yeah. I, I I look at it as the Breaking Bad that happens in Missouri. Yeah, that's kind like of what I same kind of you're to be. you're stuck in uh, you're stuck in a position that you don't necessarily want to be in anymore, but it's a lifestyle that you just don't ever really get out of. So yeah, yeah, interesting, cool, yeah, yeah. So and I, I always think of Doug when I watch it. I'm just like, oh, oh thanks, I'm yeah. Ozarks is one of the cool places in Missouri, the only cool place in Missouri, as far as I'm concerned. Is it because of the drugs? I mean. <laughs> I thought that was clear. I'm sorry. Is, yeah. that, <laughs> is that not? I mean, that's Missouri, right. you know, in a nutshell. Yeah. So it's also the fact that Doug launders incredible amounts of money. Yep. Probably shouldn't have said that, but no one listens to this. I mean, that's what our booking fee went towards. I assume. Right? Was, yeah. I mean, yeah. Our standard three thousand dollar fee. You know, that's what it goes. Exactly. <laughs> Worth uh, every penny. Uh, Doug, what do you got? Uh, I just checked out the third season of Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix, yeah. and fucking how is that show love that show if you're not familiar with it it is just a series of short films and most of them are animated in some way shape or form some of them very few of them are funny (laughs) Uh, a lot of them are uh, spooky and gory some of them are just beautiful and kind of weird um but this most recent season was excellent i really I, i enjoyed the whole thing and and you can just burn through them Real quick, they're anywhere from like six minutes to 20 minutes long. So um, some of them are just incredibly creative and their animations. Um, like one in particular is a six minute video. It's shot like just do you remember the shot that people use that makes it look the camera where it makes it look like thing is a miniature? Um, yeah, the tilt you know, shift. Ends. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I think it's actually like stop motion or whatever, but it's shot in that way. And it oh. just shows the zombie apocalypse like from start to finish in six minutes using that as a way of framing it and everyone who's talks has a high-pitched squeaky voice because they're like little miniatures yeah it's amazing it's so entertaining so well done there's another one that is incredibly creepy but i love it uh where it's essentially like at sea a sea monster attacks this crew and it's brutal um there's stuff that deals with elder gods there's stuff where uh scottish guys trying to get rid of rats in his barn it's actually heartwarming and fun it's all over the place um and i loved 
every episode. So I highly recommend it. Season three just came out. So uh, if you haven't seen the other two seasons, check them out. They're good. Highly recommend it. Groovy. Cool. Groovy. Uh, so we've come to the end of the show. Uh, one more time, Chris and Hanny, I want to give you guys an opportunity to uh, tell everyone where to find yourselves and or your podcast. Uh, sh- give everyone your shout outs. Tell them where to find your stuff. Sorry, I'm laughing at Justin trying to... I did the... I think probably uh, firstencounterpodcast.com is uh, going to get you everywhere you need to be. Yeah, it's the easiest one. Uh, we we have fun. Uh, check out our podcast, uh, First Encounter Podcast. Uh, we're on season two right now. Chris is playing through The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask for the very first time. Uh, we put out new episodes every other Wednesday uh, unless uh, something happens. And then in that case, they come out whenever they fucking come out. <laughs> <laughs> Fight me, coward. <laughs> um, Who are you talking but, uh, to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> whoever's trying to fight um but yeah uh right now chris is uh experiencing the legends of the majora's mask for the very first time uh it's very very fun uh it's funny it's wholesome it's raunchy mm. all of us uh chris please i'm trying to sell our show to people uh yeah first encounter check us out check them out highly recommend it again i enjoyed you know, listening to, I haven't gotten caught up on the Zelda ones yet, but the Final Fantasy VII was delightful. Really enjoyed it. Please check out oh, Chris you. and Hanny. It's it's very delightful. Thank you. Nailed and uh, please don't forget to check out Mind Gap Podcast. Obviously, uh, online, all our socials at Mind Gap Podcast. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Mind Gap Podcast. Hit the like button, smash subscribe. It's free. It helps us out a lot. Uh, check out our links uh, down below for links to our Discord, for our merch, for our Patreon, all that good stuff. Uh, just make sure to check us out. We, we stream live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central for the podcast, and I host a video game stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. I think this Saturday we might be doing some Among Us, so come check it out. We'll be playing with yeah. uh, Mind Gap All-Stars. Come hang out. It'll be a good time will be had by all as you get to watch and see how bad I am at lying. It'll be real great. Um, and please don't forget to follow, uh, check out Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M I K E L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on all the places where you can find and consume good podcasts like uh, Apple podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify and Podbean and good pods and all that bullshit. Go ahead and subscribe to us, right? Review all the good things that we ask you to do every week. It means a lot to us. And then uh, check out 2East8th.com and just keep an eye on all of 2East8th's social medias. Uh, we are in the casting process for uh, the feature film that we're going to be putting into production later this year. Um, and we might have some uh, interesting news coming out on that front. So just keep an eye out. That's exciting. And real quick, Justin, uh, early on the show, Richie uh, wrote off topic, but big fucking shout out to two East eighth. I've been checking them out today. I was blown away by what they're doing over there. So thank you very much, Richie. We love you. Yeah, there we go. Once again, Chris, Annie, thank you for thank you so much hanging out with us tonight this was a delight um you are always welcome back here this was so much fun can't wait to see and hear more of the stuff that you guys are doing thanks for hanging out with us tonight thank you guys thank you thanks thank for you. having thank us you. this thank was so, so much, much fun I'm so this is a blast you guys are lovely thank you so much and with that being said uh thank you to our guests and of course justin thank you douglas thank you chat thank you 
Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.